This is the Happy Haven. As always, I'm Gnarly Canary here with Steps. And today we actually got to talk to Michael Mentime and Maxime Novikov live from GDC. Yes, it was a fun time. I can't wait to see the actual convention, like, you know, what they get to do from there. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So uh, we're going to get right into it and uh, let you see how it went. It was a pretty cool interview. Yeah, enjoy, guys. So how's GDC been so far? Well, it's, you know, it's the calm before the storm. The expo doesn't start till Monday. Uh, I mean, that's till tomorrow, and then uh, all hell breaks loose. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, Steps, let, let me know when we're recording, and we can, we can do take two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happened last time again? It was just like you were getting an echo or something? Yeah, everybody, uh, you, Maxime, and I all had an echo, and um, Steps didn't, but we sounded, I mean, it started to where it just started laughing over itself. Yeah. Uh, okay. and I, we, we tried to clean it up. Uh, Steps' brother, who's better at editing stuff than we are, tried to clean it up, and it was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't get Okay, it. so um, let's go... We we can't do as long as we did last time. Okay. But we can do, you know, twenty five thirty. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah, that'll work great. And it's it's recording and we can just go into it and we can record a intro offline if you want, Jay. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. That way they can utilize their time yeah. without us Yeah. Family. All right, one, two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys you gotta help me out here. When yep. you say go, how can you I was I was just making a joke. That's what we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So hey it's guys, days. <laughs> I bet, man. All right, here we go. I'm gonna start. All right, good. One, two, three. Hey guys, uh, we've got Michael Mentime and Maxine Novikov here uh, live at GDC to talk about Mutant Football League tonight. How are you guys? So how are you doing? Doing pretty good. How's how's it been so far? Well, it's the calm before the storm. We're setting up our uh, booth and uh, getting stuff together. And last night we had the mix event, which was very cool. It was a great event where we uh, got to show the product to a lot of press. And uh, there were a bunch of developers there. They had their games. It was great to see all the different games it was very That's, cool. Yes. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's, a, it's a bar, right? So they serve food and then they serve drinks, and then the developers that are there are like the entertainment, and then the publishers and the press just kind of get to drink and eat and check out all the new games. Uh, it was pretty crowded there, but uh, you know it was kind of cool because they can they get a lot of one on one time with everybody. Yeah, that must awesome. be awesome to get your game in front of all that press and all that media, especially in that final stretch now for the Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. And we are in the final lap of our Kickstarter campaign. So everybody mm-hmm. out there listening to this, pull out your wallets and help us. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you guys are... Last time I checked, you were at 110000 Out of that final stretch goes like uh, 129, correct? That's correct. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So how was the reception? Uh, how was the reception when people got their hands on it uh, on the floor last night? You know, they are just having a fun time playing the game, busting some mutants, watching a lot of deaths <laughs> and blood splatters, and a lot of laughing, a lot of screaming. Um, you know, it's just a really fun multiplayer game, and when you blow up your, you know, your partner's all-star QB, watching his face contort, man, you, you can't be. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. That's the perfect environment to get people to try out the game, you know, like you said, getting around, having some drinks, and just having a ball with this multiplayer game. That's right, because you know, the MFL, when you uh, invite some friends over to your house, you got to crack open a couple cold ones, and it's, you know, it's that type of game, so. Absolutely. Exactly. I think that's that's a type of game that's missing from the marketplace is something mm-hmm. that you can be serious about but laugh your butt off at the same time with your buddies yeah i miss the days of old couch co-op games where you could sit down and play with your friends and now having kids they want to sit down and play and there's not a lot of games out there anymore that are two-player that you can just sit with somebody in the same room and play so it's really nice to see another game like that especially one that calls back to my childhood to play yeah it you know i kind of equate the game to MF, NFL Blitz with monster mm. chainsaws and a lot of death, right? And you can play two to four player. You could set it up uh, co-op or, you know, head-to-head mode, whatever, um, however you want to play. But it's just uh, a really kind of fun time. But, it, you know, while it is a fun party game, um, it's much more than that because this game can also be a deadly serious tournament competition game too. Oh yeah, I look forward to seeing exactly it at, the, at the conventions and getting to play it in a tournament mode there with everybody else because it is so unpredictable in the end. Like you said, I mean, if you're in the middle of the game and your star running back gets blown up, he's just gone, and then having to rework a strategy. Even I mean, it's it is a much deeper game than just a party game, like you said. Yeah, and the best is when your running back's just about to cross the goal line and he gets blown up, and that happened to me yesterday. Yeah, I actually got beat, which doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, it's happened to me a few times when you're playing on the uh, the codes on Steam. That you're almost there, you almost get there, and then they, they blow me up, and then they take the ball and run back. So, Maxime, how are you enjoying GDC this year? Uh, it was, you know, it's not started, as Michael said, but so far it was great. It was great to see all the people playing. Like, yesterday was completely brutal for me. You know, it was a 10 hours difference, and I just... Oof. And, yeah, we've been sitting there till 11 p.m., so by the end we were literally, you know, dead. But it was great. It was really cool. Yeah, it's always got to be good to see one of your babies get warmly received by, you know, your own peer community and the press. Oh, yeah. But it's also very stressful because, you you know, you want your baby to shine. And if something not goes the you want, it's like, you know, you get a lot of that. Well, I just tell everybody, right, because we've made the demo available to everybody who goes to our Kickstarter page and plays right. it. It's pre-alpha, guys. So while we we can tell you you will have fun, we can also tell you you are probably going to experience some bugs. 
and some whacked game rules. Um, we're going to clean that up, but we kind of just wanted to get the game in people's hands so they could see exactly where we were, be completely transparent about our Kickstarter campaign. And that's how we deal with it and show the exact same thing, you know. And people, as long as you're transparent, like, people get it. Exactly. I think in, in this culture, the environment of gaming as it is now, with, you know, many games going alpha and, um, you know, demos, they put the disclaimer on, too. And people don't lose any love for them. They know they're playing a demo and... The laugh provided and the in-depth look at how serious this game is going to be, I think, definitely outweighs any glitches you might come across, which I'll tell you what, there's a lot of games that ship for $60 and you buy the $40 season pass and you got to wait six months for them to work the bugs out and just play through them. So, you know, I think it's all in the experience people are getting and it's very warmly received. Yeah, and what we wanted to do, so like the other side on the, the viewer side, the guys listening to the podcast, um, the other kind of reason for releasing that demo is so people can see where we are and they can help us, right? They can go, mm-hmm. I got an issue with this, or I was doing this play and this happened, or they can kind of see where the AI is or where the controls are, and they can let us know now um, what the issues are, and we can address it. And Because from the start, like this whole campaign before Kickstarter, I mean, going back to the first failed Kickstarter campaign, it's all been like a community effort here with the game. And we've been listening to, you know, the people that are out there that want to have a great game and we listen to them and that's how we're kind of, you know, making it. Yeah, it's been one of my it favorite shows. things about the Kickstarter is I've I've been involved with a few supporting them, that is, and just mm-hmm. seeing the amount of feedback and advice you guys are asking from your fans, it's it's been a really cool experience to kind of go along with you guys on this and see it, especially getting to talk with you. It's It's been really good. You guys have handled this Kickstarter better than anyone I've ever been a part of. Most definitely. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. So do I get to swear on your podcast? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I can edit. (laughs) You know, we're going to have fucking werewolves in the game, right? I can't believe it. Yes. I just figured everybody was going to want the Road Warrior-esque mutant humans. No, 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 no. They want werewolves. So we ran the survey majority of people wanted werewolves i yeah if you would have asked me like um you know three weeks ago what do i think the most <laughs> new popular character species is it would not be right yeah you know some women <laughs> yeah but no it's werewolves so I've, we're gonna do that i've still got my fingers crossed that the demons will make it in well, they will. They were actually um, re- very, very close mm-hmm. with the wolves. And the demons were in the design, so they're coming. Awesome. What about Cyclops like the Amazonian women? Yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Eight foot tall, double deed with one do, eye. <laughs> yeah, I get Maxime to do... You know, they're going to need to be... 
some physics, right? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've all played the Dead or Alive games. We know what those physics look like. <laughs> it was really funny. Last night we had a couple that was playing the game, and the girl had never played a football game. And she got on, and she played. Did she win? No, he won. He did a ginormous at the end of the game. She took him to overtime. Oh, and he held her That's own, awesome. and he did a ginormous at the very end as they got into overtime, picked up the fumble, and scored and won the game. Uh, but it was watching her play. It was fantastic. Yeah, my That's wife, awesome. My wife, who does not like sports, football especially, that's about her least favorite, saw me playing it. And we've actually, we're working on editing a video for YouTube about it with her playing it, because I don't think I've ever seen her pick up a sports game and have any sort of fun, but this one was right up, right up her alley. Really? She, yes. Did she like it? Did she yes. have fun? Yes, I don't oh, even think she ever played cool. the original, but yeah, she had some fun. Oh, cool. My 19-year-old daughter... Um, she games a bit, but never an interest in sports or sports games. Um, she got really into watching football with me this year, and I told her, hey, I've got an alpha key, and you have a computer with Steam on it. And now, for the first time, I'm probably going to sit down with my daughter, who's never shown an interest in playing a, a video game, with me, um, sitting together in her room, and we're going to start playing it this weekend together. So, oh, yeah, wow. man, it, it's cool. awesome. How cool is that? That's fantastic. Well, that's kind of like the whole point of the game, right? So mm -hmm. that's awesome. So how many people are they expecting at GDC this year? I I have no idea. Uh, it's <laughs> always kind of a madhouse. Mm -hmm. It's different than like a PAX, right? Because these yeah. are more industry peers. Mm -hmm. so it's a completely different vibe, but it, it is. Yeah, it's starting to get pretty packed right now, and. Uh, uh -huh. It's a good energy. I remember going to GDC when it was in uh, San Jose, which was just a completely, you know, different vibe. When it was very, very small, it was it was awesome. Yeah. But I see that, that I see that trend going on with everything. I mean, E three used to be pretty exclusive, and now it's it's its own thing. And the Comic Cons used to be manageable, and now they're their own thing. So yeah, it's as the culture grows, I think the the things we used to remember as being fun and simple are getting a lot louder and a lot more complicated. At GDC, what they used to do is all the developers, they'd have their an open house, right? So they'd have um, wine and stuff, and you'd go from room to room and check out all the games. <laughs> it was really wow. Cool. So, Mutant Football League. Um what do you guys want to ask me about the product? Uh, let's see. So it, it comes out in October this year, correct, for PC? For the PC, and then we're going to put the boy for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One um, in time for next year's Super Bowl. Okay. All right, that's one of my questions. Awesome. I know it says spring of 2017. I wonder if you guys had a little closer of a date, but if it's going to be before the launch of the Super Bowl, then that's pretty early yeah. in the year then. Right, it's we're we're hoping to actually get it out um, during the playoffs. Uh huh. And right now, our last big major monster feature is our online mode, 
which we've been working on for a while, and that was the reason of our Kickstarter campaign. Uh-huh. And we are hoping to have online working in April, and once we have our online component working, we can declare alpha, and we're still going to be adding like teams and stuff, but all of our features will be done. They will need polishing, but for the most part, will be alpha. Awesome. So we've talked about this before offline and stuff. I want to make sure everybody listening knows that the Kickstarter has that last goal as a full season. Now, that doesn't mean if we don't reach that goal that you're not going to release a full season. It's just going to be a little further down the line, correct? That's 100% correct. Awesome. I just want to make sure everybody knows that because I know it's been uh, mentioned a couple times that people want to make sure that it's still coming. What the stretch goal does is it allows us to hire a couple guys to work on nothing but season to ensure that we'll have it done. Um, So if we can't hit that, then we can't hire those couple extra guys, and it's just going to take us a little bit longer to do because we only have like eight guys on our team. Hmm. Absolutely. So basically, guys listening, let them hit that stretch goal, and then we don't have to wait for the season. Yeah. Exactly. That is <laughs> It's not that far. Plus, we have a ton of new cool rewards coming. Um, miniature figures, which are going to be so cool of, like, the characters in the game. So awesome. we're going to put some of those up there in the next day. And um, they, they're just the coolest mutant football league characters, robots, skeletons, orcs, and aliens. So what's the backer tier for that? I haven't put it out there yet. What we're doing right now is they're making them, right? Oh, okay. So we, we got a robot made, and we got the robot made in different sizes. We got a made in, like, 35 millimeter, which is just, like, tabletop board game, and then we, mm-hmm. they go up as high as four inches. Oh, wow. And wow. we just sent them the skeletons and the robots and the orcs, and they're working on those right now, and I just need to get the pictures of them, and we're going to put them up. Awesome. Well, I, I was more to, asking for myself, because I, I like me some toys. Yeah, I'm going to have to go <laughs> in and uh, up my, my backing just to make sure I get those, because, yeah, I can always use something more for my shelves. One of our Definitely. most popular rewards is the name of a player in the game, where people can... <laughs> come up with a mutant name for themselves and we would help them with the name if they require it. And then that character will be in the game and you can pick these types you want and you can decide if you want to be on offense or defense and then you're actually your your player dudes in the game and that's you. So that, that tier is very popular for us. That's killer. So on another note, I've heard um, that you guys got the NBA Jam guy to be one of the announcers for the game. Tim Kitzrow, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Have that guy. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things when I first turned it on. I'm listening, and I'm like, is that the NBA Jam announcer? I was waiting for a boom shakalaka or he's on fire. Well, we can't really do that because that right. property yeah. of the publisher... <laughs> However, um, Tim is coming up with his own lines for Football League, and the majority of stuff you hear Tim say in the game, it's hilarious, but he writes that stuff. 
he's he's a creative genius, and he's That's like awesome. Robin Williams, who you can't contain in the studio. And I just let him go, and he just goes on and starts riffing, and you know, I I scope out the events that I need him to say, but then he just he has a script, which is script, and then half of it is improv too. And and that's kind of where the magic happens when he starts doing the So were there any other recognizable voices that are going to be in there? Um, too early to say at this point. Gotcha. It's yeah. not something <laughs> talk about right now. We had a, a voice after a comedian who was working with us, and he was working with Tim, and his name is Derek Dizak. And um, he passed away. Oh my goodness! Uh, and it was—it's extremely tragic. He's a young kid. He had just gotten married. He was so excited about working on his first video game, oh and he goodness. passed away right around New Year's. And he was a very good friend of Tim and I. I mean, and I only met him a couple times. But he was such a likable guy, and he brought such good kind of spirit to the project, and it was just a tragic um, loss for our game. And we will, we are definitely going to have a dedication to him in our product. Mm-hmm. But he does the other voices, right? So you hear Tim, and then you kind of hear like a gruff voice who swears swears a lot, and then the color mm-hmm. commentary guy who's not the brightest guy, right? And he's always talking too much. And that was Derek. Mm. Well, that'll make that, uh, that'll make that mean a little more than to the people who listen to this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're just trying to figure out what we're going to do because it was, it was quite a jolt we took. Yeah. It sounds like it. So once the, uh, the Kickstarter's done, uh, are you guys just going... Back to programming full-time, or is there going to be a press campaign at the convention circuit going around? So I always try to take the game um, out over the summer, at least, you know, like to PAX. Um, we got to get the game done. So I think <laughs> what we're going to do is just put our heads down, um, work with our community, get everybody's, like, names in the game, get their ideas in the game, and just... Like, we got to hit alpha, and then once we're alpha, we'll have our community come in, you know, those mm-hmm. that want to help us with alpha, and just really polish the hell out of it for a few months. Maxime, is that the fun part for you? <laughs> oh. No. No. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nightmares for you. know, tough time to, you know, get rid of all these small issues that you keep on the last moment and with any product you're never done like you know there is always something that you want to fix and and at some point you just need to let it go so so yeah it's gonna be a tough part but um i'm looking forward to it um the game is shaping up um and yeah Yeah, for me, I mean, my two favorite times of game development are at the very beginning where you're just kind of popping off ideas 
And then at the end, after Alpha, where you're like going into polish, fine-tuning mode, and those are my two favorite times of the of uh, working on the game. Well, it's like parenting. I mean, the beginning is, you know, birthing your baby, and then at the end, it's, you know, they're accomplished, and you can send them off in the world with confidence. Well, <laughs> yeah. fingers well. crossed. <laughs> oh, as parents, that never goes away, too. <laughs> yeah. I have but no doubt. product's a little, for me, I mean, I have, I have a reasonable amount of confidence because it's already fun. And Exactly. I've been in game development where we can help, but the product hasn't been fun. And we're trying to figure out, we're trying to find the fun in the product in your alpha, and it ain't there. And believe me, it's much better to actually be fun in alpha. So, you know, I, I'm very happy with where we're at right now, and kind of everybody knows exactly where we're at. And now we just got to, you know, we got to cross the goal line. No um, pun intended. <laughs> I'm full of puns today. I said all the puns are intended. So if you, I know you guys said you're pretty busy and you don't have much time. So if you had one last chance to say anything to the people thinking about going to the Kickstarter, what would you tell them? I would say come join the ride with us. Um, we listen to our community. We have some great rewards up there. And you can test drive the game for a dollar. And the only reason we're charging a dollar is because we have to charge a dollar to give away a Steam key. Check it out. And, like, if you think the game's fun, if you're having fun with it, you can play multiplayer. Um, come take a ride with us because we need our community support. And, you know, we listen to everything um, our community says. We don't necessarily implement everything, but we consider everything. And it's great to be able to make a game of this magnitude with uh, the support. Absolutely. Couldn't say it better myself. Everybody right, should go and take, there and check it out. And take it from two guys who have had hands-on with the demo. It's definitely worth it. It is. <laughs> it is worth every penny. All right. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate being here and having this opportunity to talk with you. No, thank uh, you guys yeah, for absolutely. taking time out from a busy convention to talk to us. We We love it. It's awesome. Yes. Thank you for all the time you've given us, talking with emails and doing the podcast and all that. We really appreciate it. Okay, guys. Um, well, it was great. It was fun. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking to you again soon. All awesome. Right. All right. We'll take care, guys. Thank you so care. much. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That was the interview with Michael and Maxine at GDC. Hope you guys had a lot of fun. Hope you learned a little bit. Hope you'll take some time to stop over by the Kickstarter and help support them, push them in this final week. Um, what was your favorite part of getting to talk with Michael there, Jay? Just, you know, I mean, listening to the inner workings on all they had to go through to get it up, you know, the way they're still actively working on making a good, complete game, um, mm -hmm. how much community interactivity they've had. I mean, they talk about it, but we've seen them put it to practice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just all around, just a good experience. It's fun to see a game made independently by people who love what they're doing. Yeah, just uh, 
to hear the dedication to it, and especially, you know, Maxime and him, he's so nervous to let it get out there and released. He's so, so worried, but he has no reason to be. It's a great game. He's done a great job. And I can't wait to see the finished product here in, what, only like five short months now. Exactly, and with the amount of fun we've had with the demo, Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they're saying how unpolished it is, and it's going to be pretty awesome to see it when they when they finally consider it done. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of time to talk to them, so that was one thing I was going to bring up, is they keep talking about it being an alpha and it's unpolished, and when I played it, short of my computer's shortcomings when it comes to playing games on it, it, it seemed to run great. I mean, I know there's some bugs and stuff, but those are to be expected with a pre-alpha. I mean, it's not even a beta. Or, heck, it's not even an alpha yet. But, exactly. Yeah, it's a great game. And it will be. So le- so like you said, uh, the time to get on board is running out for the Kickstarter. If they can reach their goal, we don't have to wait for a season. And why wait for something when all it takes is a dollar a person? And we don't have to wait for a season. So if you haven't already jumped on the Mutant Football League train, take it from two guys who have and put our money where our mouth is. It's definitely worth it. And especially with the new incentive of those new figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have to actually bump up how much I'm backing so I can get my hand on my hands on those. They already had me tempted to bump it up so I could get the old school Sega box with it. Now they're throwing figures at me. They're just going to keep it up. They're going to take all my money. Exactly, but I'll tell you what, it's one of the most open and active Kickstarters I've yeah. seen, and I think that's why they've been so successful up to this point. Absolutely, and like you said, all it takes is $1. If you've already... already um, back to the campaign, just go back and add one more dollar to it, and it'll push a long, long way. Exactly. But yeah, man, it was great talking to the guys. Um, it's been fun being along for, on, for the ride with them mm-hmm. on this Kickstarter. I know you said you've worked on a couple. This is my first mm-hmm. actually being involved in it and uh, having a blast so far. It's really fun watching it come to fruition the way it is. Yeah, I can't wait, because I don't think the ride's over yet. You know, Once the Kickstarter's done... I'd love to keep working with them and push it, especially out here in Oklahoma. Um, be a lot of people be really interested. Football's a pretty big deal down here. Yeah, it is here too. Only you know my team can't win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm a Patriots fan. <sighs> On that note, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that does it for another episode of the Happy Haven. We're glad you guys came along for the ride with us. Tell your friends, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And I'll tell you what, since we're talking about Mutant Football League, we do have a little bit of an exclusive. Um, If you can write us a five-star review on iTunes, uh, the first five people can get a demo for Mutant Football League. And uh, basically, just write it, leave your name, and then get in touch with us on Building a Better Nerd on Facebook to prove that it was you, and we will get you a demo key to the game. Absolutely. If you ask really nicely, maybe we'll get on and play with you so that you can beat us and make us look terrible. Most definitely. And if you do beat us, we will put that up on YouTube. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Hope to see you next week. Most definitely. And remember, you can carry on our mission statement, which is to make the world a better place. One nerd at a time. (laughs) 